Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> I already know what you're talking yeah, about today. You do, do you? <laughs> yeah. Here we are, man. We make it in. Because you know why? Let me tell you this. Big sales, Barrett Brooks, the middle here. Um, we are community people here. We believe in community. And Barrett was out doing a event today. Yes. Really cool. Especially when I heard what you were doing. And I know it's a big deal, Barrett. When you when you when you take the rock out. Oh, I had to take it out today. Dude, that is so dope. Look at that. That's a Super Bowl championship ring from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look at those, look at those Lombardi trophies on that thing. By the way, will you please do me a favor, Barrett? And will you please take a picture later on and send me that on a um on I a got text you, bro. Because yeah, because I, I a couple rings I have. I have Derek Brooks's Hall of Fame ring, a Super Bowl ring. Wow. And yeah, and I got yeah, yeah, and Derek's a dear friend of mine. And I love seeing those kind of rings because we call a lot each other of tears cousins. And sweat go into them things. Yes, sir. We call each other cousins, man. You know, what's up? What's, uh, what's up, cuz? What's up? You know, from, from years playing against because we came out the same year. You know, we played at the uh, senior bowl together. And um, you know, actually it was uh it was me, uh Derek Brooks and um uh who else was it? Uh um who was that quarterback's name? Oh, he passed away, man. Played it played at Alcorn, man. Oh, played Steve McNair. Huh? Steve McNair? Yeah, McNair. McNair was with us, you know, so we hung out together. So you you were in you were in Mobile, Alabama for that thing, that senior bowl. Yeah, it was me. Dude, do you know that, that is that is one of the most anticipated all-star games every year and if you're lucky enough to make that every single hey did Gruden coach you no I had um I had the Giants it was the Giants the Giants were my coaching staff so I had Mouse it was Mouse it was um Mouse Davis uh what's his name Fossil I think yeah Jim Fossil the former head coach of the Giants yep so that's who we had you know coaching us but it, it, it was it was cool it was all right it was all right did you guys went through two a days too, right? They put you through two a days in that. Well, back then, yeah, they had two a days back then, two a days in 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 in, in, in camp. <laughs> they wanted to maximize seeing us as much as they could, so we had practice twice. And I can remember, man, going out there just you know, I was I was ranked a high, I was ranked high as far as I was like ranked the number four offensive lineman in the country. No, well, actually, at the, at the time I was ranked seven, and after the Senior Bowl, I went all the way up to four. And I had a pretty good draft. Why, you know, I had Tony Baselli, Ruben Brown. Zach, uh, Zach Martin. I mean, I, I mean, it was some pretty good offensive linemen in my draft, and uh, you know, even though I went in the second round, but you know, hey, it is what it is. No, man, that's a high draft pick for a offensive lineman, and then bringing out the rock today. All right, dude. <laughs> Barrett goes like this. You hear when we started the show? I know exactly where you're going. Well, it's not too hard not to go here, <laughs> but to talk about a guy over the last 25 games has had four sacks, and they bring him back on a two-year contract extension. And Derek Barnett, I mean, dude, come on, man. The city what, is saying why. Going? Right now, the city is saying why, Dan. 
Nobody really understands why they did it. I don't understand why they did it. Well, no, no I'm going to take that back. I do understand why they did it. Yeah, saving is saving ass. Cheap. Cheap, too. Cheap and saving. What's this? Yeah. It's, my it's his draft pick. It's his guy. It's his draft pick. He's saving yeah. face, and it's cheap. Yep. Dude, I have come to the conclusion now. You stop me and tell me if I'm wrong. Your Eagles are cheap, dude. They 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 talk a big game, but they don't fill in the check. Well, that's what it is. I thought we were trying to get better. And what I don't want to do, I hope this doesn't take away from them going out and getting a rush in in the first round. Oh, I hope dude, I think no way. They're getting a wide receiver. No way. No way. No way. Well, they got three of them. So, all right, they can give one. Give one. But we need two defensive players at He's least. He's trading in the first one round. of them picks out for next year. Damn, dude! Look at everything is lining up right now. They didn't get Ridley. There's no way Zach Pascal is your guy. You're, you need another playmaker because I'm going to throw this at you. Derek Barnett is the greatest example of what this topic is here, dude. Howie Roseman, you keep you and everyone keep telling me. Jalen's going to get better. How are you getting better when you're not putting people around him? Look at what they did for Tua, Barrett. They went out and got a 4 by 100 relay team now. Yeah, they did. That yeah, Waddle, did. and now you got Tyree Kill. Dude, that may be the fastest 4 by 100 team, including Team USA's Olympic track team. Right. <laughs> You've given that guy a chance to succeed. Okay, Tua's got – if Tua fails in Miami – it is all on him because he's given all the talent and tools. Look what they're doing for Matt Stafford. They lose Odell Beckham and, R and Woods. Woods goes to the Titans. They go get Allen Robinson. How are you helping? And that's supposed Jaylen to be your guy too. That's supposed to be our guy. That's supposed to, the Eagles are supposed to be looking at him all offseason. He was supposed to, supposed to be the first guy they looked at as far as signing somebody. And what happens? We we don't even talk to him. Come on, man. I mean, how. You're right, man. I got to look at it from that perspective. How do I look at this Eagles organization and say that they're giving Hurts a fair shot? No way. To really grow as a quarterback where you don't put anybody around him to, 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 to help him grow. Come on, man. Zach Pascal, okay, you want a guy that's going to go out there and be a high-effort guy? No, I want a damn baller. Yeah. Want somebody go out there and just rip the ball out the air. We're not getting that. He's not getting that. So it's not fair to him. It's not fair to him. You you not... made a comment. You made a comment yesterday. You go, and you know what? I agree with you. And then I started thinking about it. Marcus Mario is going to get a chance to restart his career in Atlanta, right? And that's yep. a nice little sign for them. However, what do you, Atlanta has $68 million um, with dead money on their cap just in the um, Matt Ryan deal. All those guys with all the dead money they have, how much are they really going to help Marcus Mariota restart his career. He's a stopgap guy. He's a bridge guy right now until they can get that cap under control. Mariota has an opportunity, but it's a limited opportunity because there's – look, they got Pitts. Um, Ridley's not playing, obviously. So you've got kind of some dudes there, but it's a half-ass opportunity for Marcus Mariota. He's got to take it because it's he's not got worth no other option but to try to restart it. And in, and in Philly – You've just got a bunch of guys. And if you're Devontae Smith, you got to look around the room and go like this. The quarterback's not going to get any better. Or if he is, it's going to be marginally. 
I'm seeing Jamar Chase and get 1,500, 1,600 yards with Joe Burrow. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to start falling down, Barrett, more in the pecking order here because, get this, he's going to go into the draft. He's going to get another rookie wide receiver. He's going to stick him on the other end, and you're going to have rookie wideouts basically with a quarterback who's trying to find double coverage and triple coverage being able to read it. How do, how, how do you get better like that? You don't get better. I mean, you because look your own line's better? Come well, on, man. And, and then and you look at it, you, you, you talk about the Bengals. They go out, what do they do? They go out and get a right tackle because now, you know, help out in that offensive line. They go out and get Lyle Collins. Go out and pay somebody from Dallas. You know, that's, you're trying to get your team better. Instead, we're re-signing a team that, okay, they made the playoffs last year, but it's in spite of, you know, their record. I mean, what was their record against, you know, teams over 500? They not lost. very good. And as a matter of fact, he didn't beat one playoff team. I mean, they did not beat one playoff team last year. And, you know, I mean, it's fool's gold. How about this? If you put last year's Philadelphia Eagle team in the AFC, they might win six ball games. <laughs> if that. It's because of how good the AFC is. Right. I mean, the right. AFC is lo- even more so now with what we're seeing. So, again, it's Howie Roseman holding back Jalen Hurts from, from his elevation in progress. I mean – Think about it, Barrett. I mean, okay, the running back, Miles Sanders. Well, you know, guys, I got to tell you, Miles Sanders, he, he's he's not Tony Pollard. He's a nice player. I think he's a 1,000-yard rusher. Sure, with that O-line, I hope probably so. a 1,000-yard rusher. But the rest of the wide receivers, Dallas Goddard has a chance to be a really good ball player. But Dallas Goddard, the best game he looked – was in the Jets game when they had Gardner Minshew throwing in the ball. Oh, I mean, I just I you know what, man? Bro. And I don't want to come off as a hater here. I just I just want to how are you gonna help this help this quarterback become what Barrett said a couple days ago? Hey, you want this kid to be better? Go get him a freaking wideout that's not a guy off the off the lottery list, aka the NFL draft. Get him a veteran dude that knows how to help him. I and mean, Bear, where are we going here with this? I mean, look. I can understand this, but, Dan, I can see this. I can see if you're trying to get them better from a defensive standpoint where you can have a, a mediocre quarterback or, a, you know, a little above average quarterback, but you have a defense that is just going to be lights out, shut down. That's how guys like Brad Johnson won them. You know, Trent Dilfer, they won it because they had the best defense in the league. We're not going towards that, right? We're re-signing guys. We, were, we just re-signed. What is it? Um, how many sacks did Fletcher? Six sacks between the two of them. Yeah, six yeah. sacks. Six sacks between the two of these dudes, and one guy in the last twenty-five games has had four sacks. Eight penalties last year and two sacks. That was those were his numbers. Eight penalties and two sacks. Nobody in their right mind brings that back. And let's get this: <laughs> I drafted him in the first round. He's my guy, and I get him at a bargain basement deal. That's. That's like shopping at the dollar store. The Eagles shop at the dollar store, and everyone else this offseason has been shopping at Neiman Marcus. And we're in five below. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey man, Howie's wearing loafers, and uh, I'm wearing Bruno Molly's over here. Right, man. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got Old Navy, and, and, and everybody else is going out there, you know, at Macy's. Come on, man. I got the slipper with the toe out. 
<laughs> Simply ridiculous. Dude, and I, and- seriously. I, I did some homework yesterday, and I, I couldn't wait because I did this in the afternoon show, and I want to throw this off for you here. So correct me on these dates. I took this off the Eagle website. This is Howie Roseman. And this is his his place in the Eagle organization. 2008 to 09, he was the VP of player personnel. 2010 to 14, he was the GM. 15 to 18, that's the chip chip years. And then 19 to current, 22, he is uh, the general manager once again of the team. So I'm giving him some credit for the VP of player personnel in 08 and 09. Here's the wide receivers this dude has drafted since he's been general manager of the Eagles. Here we go. I'm going to give him credit for his department finding Deshaun Jackson. 08. Okay, first-round pick. Would we say that panned out? It did. He was second round. He was second-round pick. Even better. Oh, Jeremy Macklin was the second. No, Jeremy Macklin was the first round. Oh, um, I got it backwards. Okay, yeah. so Macklin was the first, and um, Deshaun was the two. Yep. That's really good there. Riley Cooper in 2010, he was a fifth. Marvin Nutt. 2012, <laughs> 6th. Jordan, I'm assuming Matthews. Yeah, Jordan Matthews, second round, right? Second round, 14. Some dude named Josh Huff, 2014, 3rd. 3rd? 3rd. Yep. J.J. Whiteside in 19, 2nd. Jalen Rager, 1st. John Hightower, 2020. Quez Watkins, a good pick in the sixth. And then Devontae Smith in 2021. Pretty unimpressive list. Wasn't Nelson? Oh, Nelson might have been Chip's guy. Yeah, the 15 to 18, that's the Chip Kelly years, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nelson was Chip's guy, yeah. So Chip had total say in all that there. So the number one guy, the, the best receiver he's drafted as of right now, has been Deshaun Jackson in 2008. How, how do I feel conf- confident that he's going to go in the NFL draft after he missed on Jefferson? Help me here, okay? Because, again, I don't understand the Eagles' philosophy and how they look at off-seasons and how they build a team. Because you got to – this is what you got to do. Common sense has to go out the window, okay? And, and, and re- reasoning has to go out the window. You have – you have no interest in any of these free agents. Bobby Wagner's, he's in Los Angeles. He's visiting the Rams, but not us. We have no interest in that. We have interest <laughs> in Derek Barnett coming back. Help me. I mean, really. I mean, so I am I really supposed to feel comfortable that he's going to find a wide receiver? Well, not by this. I mean, the last guy you had that was decent was Deshaun Jackson. And I'm guessing Devontae. But Devontae put up common numbers last year. Because you're not helping your quarterback more. Hey, he's he's going to get better this year. With with what? The talent you put around him? He's going to be marginally better. Well, Dan, you know what? I mean, you look at the stream. Marianne Johnson, she hit it on the head. This is what, That's exactly what's going to happen. Put it up on the screen, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And we're talking about that $30 million, $35 million. Hers is going to mess around and pull a Dak Prescott and ball out and force him to pay him. That's exactly what's going to happen, dog. He's going to ball out, and they're going to be forced to pay him $35, $38 million a year. No way. I, I'd move <laughs> off that. I, 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 that style of play does not win Super Bowls. Well, no way. 
And you're and you know what you're doing too? You're building the team. I, I see maybe Barrett, this is the problem I have. You're looking for speed wideouts that can't block in the run game. You're building an O-line for a run game, but you're building the team for a drop back quarterback. You're not you're building the team like Frisco. That's what you're building. I'll tell you what I'd like to do. Watch this. This sounds crazy. And you know what? I'm going to get killed on this one here. I know I am. I'd like to get Traylon Burks from Arkansas and go get Garoppolo, treat him as Debo Samuel, the kid Burks, and let's go win some ball games. You want to trade for Garoppolo? Yeah. Trade Hurts for Garoppolo? No. I don't care what you do with Hurts. I want a quarterback that can get the ball to my receivers. If I want wide receivers, I got to have a guy to get the ball to him. We don't know he can't, though. Well, I know this. He didn't last year. <laughs> you definitely know that. Hey, how about this? You know what? Xander said something to me yesterday. Do you know my first words were, and everyone jumped my ass on Jacob Media when they asked me what I thought of Devontae Smith? Because, obviously, Xander's a Bama guy. He asked me immediately. I go, I wouldn't have drafted that guy. He don't fit the team. He don't fit the team you have. And and Jody and John, oh, my God, this guy's going to beat. And I'm like, not on that team he ain't. (laughs) Not on that team. I said, if that guy's in – hey, watch this. If Devontae Smith is in Cincinnati, you bet he's a 1,400-yard receiver. Yep. How about this, Barrett? What do you think Tyreek Hill's numbers are going to be with Tug of Viola down in Miami? Not near as what he had here. Um, yeah, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, dude. Yeah, exactly. You go from Mahomes. What's this? You go from Mahomes to Tua. Whoa, you see, it's a much, remarkably different. But at least they're trying to help him. Yeah, they're trying to help Tua. That's the yes. biggest thing. They're helping Tua, but if people think Hill's numbers, Barrett, are going to be thirteen, fourteen hundred yards, you got to plus you got another dude on the other end that you invested money in. Okay. Mm. Roast Eagles Devontae Smith pick debates Jody on and on Justin Fields. I said Justin Fields would be a bum. So far he's been. And I said <laughs> Devontae Smith. He don't fit the team. And by the way, it was no that shade. That was 10 months ago. That was what? 10 months ago, too. That was 10 months ago. And I and I hold to it. He's not on the right team. I said the same thing about, you know, the Jets quarterback. I thought he was the fourth, the fifth best quarterback in that draft. I agree with you. I think that guy's a bum. Yep. You look at um, you know what he reminds me of Barrett. He reminds me of Josh Rosen with the arm, but a little more healthier. Yeah, yeah. But what do you what? In what direction can the Eagles go right now to save the offseason? I think they're too past. They're too far past. You know, doing anything really to recoup and get better right now. They're not going outside. They're staying in house. Was in-house good enough? At this point, you got to say no. It was average at best. Derek I think a little below average as far as the signings. Derek Barnett. Fletcher Cox. Okay, that's – and cheaper. Yeah, that's good. That's a good – that's a really strategically done move, and I kudos to him for it. But the only thing I'm seeing is penny pitching and saving and re-signing stiffs. Derek Barnett is a stiff. <laughs> Am I wrong? Four sacks and he was the 17th pick. So Am so, I wrong? Or so was he the thir- 13th? 
I think it was 13th or 14th, whatever it is, they still supposed to be playing. So right he's now. a little outside the top 10. Right. But see, I, can you look at it like this then? All right. Derek Barnard, they signed back Derek Barnett to be and replace Ryan Kerrigan. What if we use that analogy? Great. <laughs> you can't even, you can't. You can't even put that together and make me and make you sound right. <laughs> I'm just you, saying, you, you're trying. I give it to you. Way to go. See that Barrett's trying to look at it. Unlike Cilio, <laughs> he's trying to look at it with a good look on it. Let's just take a look. I can't. At I can't, man. I'm trying. Hey, I can't. Skills, let's take a look at this. He's replacing Ryan Carey. Okay, another Smith in the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> Birds running in place. Everyone else getting better. We're getting worse. No wonder how we, dude. You get the tie. I can't. I mean, look, I mean, I mean, they signed back Boston Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, Boston Scott. We got Boston Boston Scott. Scott. Another guy, bro. We got Garner Minshew on the bench. I'm, I'm so underwhelmed, dude. No, where's that's your that, TO? That's where's your who's your TO? Well, no, it's, it's it's not even that, Dan. It's not even that. What what it is to me is I said a C. I'd have to go D minus now. Yeah. You went into free agency. This is this will be the third week of free agency next week, and there's nobody available really right now. No. And then I tried to spin it like this. I you know I had to send something uh, to NBC yesterday. And I tried to spin it like this. Okay, then. They signed him back because I looked at free agency. Who's in free agency? JPP? I don't know if I want him here. I don't know if he still has it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) JPP. Then they got Calais Campbell. He's a little long in the two. Dude, he's looking for for a retirement fund. Mm Mm-hmm. Carlos Dunlap, the same retirement fund. Jadavian Clowney, retirement fund. Justin Houston, retirement fund. Those are the free agent defensive ends that are out there. <clears throat> so that's how I try to spin it. Like, there's nobody else out there. But then I thought to myself, the reason why there's nobody else out there because everybody went and signed their players in the first week like you're supposed to. You go out and get the best free agents in the beginning and not wait until you can see what a, when, a, when a smoke clears. How are you doing that? There's nobody else out there. Claire's Campbell, Jason Pierre-Paul. Now, Akeem Nix is a, a three-technique. He's a baller still. I can see going to get him. He, you know, he's gonna have a, a high market value. Jerry Hughes. Uh, well, Adam- if he's got a high market value, that means how he's out because he ain't spending the money. <laughs> now, you got I, Carl you know, Nassim. If Carl Nassim on Tyrone, Tyron Matthew. You know, I mean, that could be something where I would go. Hey, you brought in a baller, man. I know that he gets hurt because he plays the game with such. Uh, veracity and I love the way he plays, but I mean, I, 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 I would like that. However, they're showing me no indication that they're willing to look at any, look at Dante Hightower. There's a bunch of middle linebackers of uh, uh, Van Oys out there too. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. Wagner, like I said, is in Los Angeles. They need linebacker help, dude. They need a guy to help the stop way. the run, man. When you get in, in the, the game way. with some of these really good ball teams, just think of how good a guy like Wagner would make Hardgrave and Cox play if he had him behind. Look at what you would do for the triangle, Barrett. If you had 
Bobby Wagner behind them guys. That eagle triangle in the middle of the defense is going to help edge rushers, whoever it is. It might actually help Derek Barnett if you had a stronger uh, triangle in the middle. And, and what he means by triangle, everybody, you got the middle linebacker and you got the two defensive tackles, whether it's a one and a three. And you're taught as a linebacker to read through that triangle, read through the guards, the guard triangle. You got to read the guards that'll tell you and take you to the play. And when you have those three, if, you, if you're if you solid with those three guys in that triangle, with the linebacker and the two defensive linemen, you can't run on them. You can't do anything to them. So that's what you need. You need a strong guy in the inside. At this point, there's nobody, you know, all right, Bobby Wagner's still out there. Let me look who else is out there. Because I'm, I'm looking at the – Dante Hightower's out there. I mean, I think he's the great player. He still can go out there and play. He was hurt. I think he's last. better than anything the Eagles have. There's no question. No question. In fact, Alex Singleton's not even coming back. He's a free agent right now. He was the leading tackler. How do you not have him back? Oh, I understand why you don't have him back. Um, so Wags is still out there. Um, Joe Look at Schober. what you would do, Barrett, if you had that strength in the middle. It might actually help your pass rush. Well, see, there's there's a couple of guys. I, in fact, I'm 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 really um, surprised they're not going out and getting Anthony Barr since he has ties with Gannon, being from um, bring from bring from Minnesota. I mean, there's still some guys out there, you know, that can play. You know, AJ Klein, he's pretty good. Um, you have um, Hitchens played at Kansas City. He can run. He can make some plays. Joe Sobert, he was with Pittsburgh. Started his career out with 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 Cleveland. He's all right. You know, so he can make some things happen. Oh, and there's there, there's your boy Eric Wilson, bro. Let me tell you about Eric Wilson. Let me tell you how he fooled me, man. This dude really fooled me. He comes in, they they bring him in. I'm like, okay, this Eric Wilson. He led the, you know, he led the team in interceptions that year in Minnesota, led the team in tackles, baller. And he comes to he comes to the Eagles. He's in camp. He said, Yeah, man, I went out and you know, became an all-vegetarian. I'm taking yoga. I'm out there, you know, taking you know, to be more explosive. I'm taking ninjutsu or whatever kind of martial arts you want to talk about. He gets on the field and get his ass kicked, man. He's making tackles 10 yards down the field. That's why he led the team in tackles. He was tackling 10 yards down the field, 15 yards down the field. I hate it, guys like that. It got so bad they had to cut him. Halfway through the season, they had to cut him. He was that bad, man. But, I mean, I mean, there's, there's plenty of guys out here. Then they had LJ Ford. They brought LJ Ford in. Derek Didn't Barnett. give him an opportunity. Derek the Baltimore Barnett. Bald. Derek Barnett. <laughs> You can't get past that, huh? No, I just don't get I don't. You know why? Because what used to piss me off and you off, I know it did because you and me weren't first rounders and we know we were, that I would I would be like this. So you draft a dude and he's got four sacks and 20. I could do that. Right. Four sacks <laughs> in 25 games. I could do that. And the only reason you're saving ass, bringing him back is because he's your boy. Trust right. me. Trust me, folks. If he didn't draft him, that guy would have been cut. Two years ago. A long time ago. Dude, I mean, this guy hates admitting failure. Oh, he How he hates admitting. You know what? I called him Carson Wentz of GMs. I'm going to tell you why. Because I keep doing the mistake to you guys, and you guys keep showing me, and you're right. There's going to be a situation, Barrett, in the year where Carson Wentz just absolutely shits the bed where he's going to blow a team up and a season up. And it's going to be, watch this, something you can't repair. But then you look at the numbers at the end, it's almost fool's gold. 
3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, 63 QB. Look at I got it off the top of 94 quarterback rating. And you're like this. I, and, and I'm trying to talk, and you guys are like, Sills, when it matters the most, he's going to F it up. Right. And you're right. <laughs> you're right. Here's Howie. Watch this. 30 under the cap, 11 draft picks, three first-rounders, teammate to playoffs, quarterback was an alternate. And then you look at it and you go, yeah, but why do I look at the Eagles and go, I'm underwhelmed to think that that team is a Super Bowl contender team. It's almost like, I, I, what, what, what do you build? What's, what's the direction when you're not held? Okay, that's it right there. You, the guy? That, that, that's it, I'll surrender, that. Barrett. I'll surrender and go. Jalen's a guy. Well, you're not helping him. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You just said it right there. You said, "Well, what direction?" I'm curious to say, what direction is this team going? Because you're not trying to get better. To get better, you have to bring in, I mean, what, what do you call it? The definition of insanity? Doing it's, the same shit over and over. And think you'll get a different result? Yeah. Or you get well, the is same that not result. what we're doing right now? Oh, I didn't even see that. I'm, I'm saying, I didn't even see that, man. I did How not see that. How about this one? That's pretty crazy great, by the way. That's great. Intuition there, Adam's exploits. Thank you right. very much. I, I, I didn't even see that. I promise I didn't see it. And I, and, and oh, it that's awesome. Up. That's awesome. You. <laughs> You, you and Adam's exploits are on the same page this morning here. Uh, not, not, not along with that mic again, but, hey, that's another thing. Hey, listen, <laughs> Barrett, so DK Metcalf is on the trading block. Chiefs and Packers reached out, and it's publicly known. Pro Football Talk and Mike Florio are saying that the uh, Seahawks, the Eagles are nowhere in this. There's a guy that could help. What is that all about? What is that all about now? And, and, and how many stop. times do you see these guys over here going, man, I'd love to have DK Metcalf on it. Actually, DK Metcalf fits yes, exactly. this team. He fits this team. That's a fit. No interest. Well, why are they not out? Why are they not doing it? You know, I mean, I have sources to tell me when they're after somebody, when they're not. You know, guys in the in the in the organization that I can I can pretty much rely on. And like just like with the with the you know with the quarterback situation, I was told that they were definitely going after him. They put a deal together, and as a deal, nobody else could 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 you know match you know as far as draft capital. But then they throw this curveball in with the with the guaranteed money. So I understood that, but that doesn't excuse all the other you know things that they're doing that's not happening. Oh, we tried to get them. No, don't don't freaking try. Stop trying to do stuff. Either you do it or you don't. You were not. I mean, this is not. This is not. Uh, you know, a game where you get participation awards. Oh, we tried to get in that sweepstake. We just. We just couldn't pony up like they did. I. I don't understand it. I mean, as a GM, you got to make your team better. Right now, your team is exactly the same or worse than it was at the beginning. Where's the what, gamble? Where's, where's the gamble? That's ridiculous, man. Where's the gamble? Where? What? 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 Okay, there's only one way that you, you're going to say that there's a quarterback, wide receiver. Can you imagine if they draft a quarterback and wide receiver in their first round? <laughs> no, wait, I want to start thinking like Eagles. Right, and I'm going right. to start thinking like the Eagles. Watch this. How he drafts a quarterback and wide receiver in the first round, would you be shocked? 
No, not at all. Jesus Christ, you saying that frightens me now. Bro, I can see, I can do that, and then I can sit back in my house, and my house is about probably 15 miles from Philadelphia. I'm over in Jersey, and I can look, I can look over, and I can see the city burning down, bro, if he does that. But then he'll try to flip it and then play this guy, and he'll play good. See, I told you this is the right – no, we're trying to build now. Forget waiting until, you know, this guy, you know, gets better. Dude, those five-year plans were for 25 years ago. Because if you're thinking of a five-year plan, Barrett, you're building the team for the next coach. Or the next GM. He's only got a three-year deal. Yeah, but get this, man. No way. That guy is not going to ever lose his job until <laughs> the owner hates him. You, you know get it now. Does? You get it. You get it You now. know what he does? He puts his job security in the draft. He does not put his job security in free agency because you know why? I'll tell you what, dude. That guy in Cleveland's ass that added Andrew Berry guy that yeah. was in Philly, that dude's ass is on the line. Oh, yeah, in it Cleveland. Is. It's on the line. By the way, the guy less needed Kevin Demoff in Los Angeles, their shit's on the line. When you get free agents and you get rid of the draft choices and the owner comes to you and he's nowhere to be seen on draft day, no first-round picks, you better be right on that, dog. Same well, thing with Jason Light in Tampa. Hoss, you get all these guys a roll back. I'm giving you all that money because Brady comes back. Godwin gets the deal. Center comes back. All these dudes want to roll it back again? Okay. See how he's smart, man. He's calculated. Because what he does <laughs> is the owner he knows is not a true great football evaluator. And so what he does is he goes and convinces the owner of the Eagles this. Uh, we bring Barnett back on a cheaper deal. He had no market. Instead, the owner going like this. You drafted the guy, man. You're telling me the people you draft don't have a market? Well, that makes too I much mean, sense. That makes too much sense right there. You can't say that. Because that, that's exactly what you're saying. The market sees that our players don't have enough worth to bring them in. Instead, we sign them back thinking we got a deal. It's not a deal. It's only a deal if 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 if, if he, you know, if he's good. I mean, he's not even close to that. All right, let, let let's let's take a time out here because I'm I'm just like I, I, Barrett. You're gonna have to help me out. We had zero <laughs> points through three quarters in the playoff game. What's how we doing in offense there? That's Xander. True. That's right, man. I mean, look, when you played against really good football teams and good defense coordinators like Todd Bowles, where are you? I mean, uh, where, where are you? You're, you're, you, you've got, how have you, ugh, let's do this. Let's take a time out of here. <laughs> you're going to have to show me the ring in the second hour here again. Uh, bro, I'm going to just. I'm going to learn you now. I'm going to learn you about Philadelphia sports. I'm going to learn Please. you. I want you to do that. <laughs> Help me out. Next hour, hit the like button. Keep it here on the middle back at three.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio. I'm going to get an education here in a second here on Philadelphia sports when it comes to the Eagles and their inability to make sense and connect dots. And by the way, my aunt watches. She's probably thinking that I'm hating, so Barrett's going to have to. But just, I'm going to say this to my aunt. What I'm going to watch, watch how, watch how Barrett's mouth moves, but he won't believe what he's saying when he says it, okay? Just, because we caught him in the last hour doing it. Let's see if he does He He's just stop. You just stop, dude. You said I can't do. It. I, I can't. I can't, man. <laughs> I can't because you know I. I have to watch myself because. The Eagles organization, I love them. I got my start with them. But, they take score, man. They take score. Like if you you know it's it was a whole lot of to- I told you so's and, you know you didn't believe in me but I believed in myself that's why we just won the Super Bowl. It is all me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it was a lot of that, bro. It was a lot of that, you know. Listen see what I did. Listen you know, here. see what I did. See what he's saying here? They keep score. Is a prime example of accessibility in media today. <laughs> and get this, he's right. Problem I have is how I've been fired. I go over the line and I have to remember we have working relationships. There's people in our buildings that sell things. So if you're constantly crapping on things, hey, this is just the way it is. That's why those radio stations in Philadelphia, 
You think they're going to go off the deep end on Howie Roseman? Or do you think they're going to go off the deep end? On well, they're doing sp- it right now, though. They are doing it right now. They are. Because it's the offseason. Right. <laughs> right. No yeah, one's yeah. at the link. Okay? Let me tell you how people do this. Get a call from Mr. Bland over there with the Eagles. And all of a sudden, hey, you know Sirianni coming on your show? That ain't happening right now, man. We're going to get back to you here. Right. It hap- but it's not just in Philly. It happens across the NFL. That's why certain guys have more accessibility. Now, I, I it's not a shot. You just have to be strategically smart on how you say this. And this is Absolutely. why, Derek, it's good for you to be here with me because I have the propensity. And I did this. Dude, I was on the flagship station of the Bucks. Okay? Ten shares in the destroying people. And I'm doing this. Mark Dominic is a freaking bookworm. The guy belongs at a library. <laughs> they go they 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 never put a buck on again. They did not during that whole time with Mark Dominic. And I go, <laughs> that guy is the worst drafter I've ever seen. I, I go, listen, he's horrible. Every pick is terrible. He was 22 and 55. You know what my wife said to me, Barrett? She goes like this. Hey, congratulations. You're right. Wow, you were really right in the end. You got fired. How, you, how, <laughs> how right do you feel? And I go like this. Well, I, I was right. She's like, congratulations, you're out of work again. Right, 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 right. See, that, that's, that's it right now. And I try to be very calculated when I say something because I make sure they know that I'm not lying, number one. The fans know I'm not lying. But I make sure that my glass is halfway full. So, you know, they know I'm telling the truth. And that's why I tell them, hey, am I, am I lying? I got so I got a tool with a, with a guy one time, an offensive lineman. And uh, we're, we're, we're in the locker room. And they had just lost a game. And that's when I, you could go in before this COVID stuff was going on. And he had messed up on a, um, he messed up on a screenplay. On a screenplay, the rules, the, the rules are say football is football is football. No matter what level. The same things you do warming up in, in Pop Warner, high school, college, NFL, all the same. You run the same plays, they just call differently. So it's a screenplay. And when I'm on the show, I told him, I said, man, that was a bad play by the center. He messed up on the play. He didn't get to this place where he's supposed to be at. And because he didn't get there, it got blown up. So I go to the locker room. This certain guy comes and says, hey, man, you don't know what you're talking about, man. I got my guy. I said, no, you didn't get your guy. How do you know? You don't know the play? I said, hold on. You guys ran a screen, right? Well, you don't know the name. Don't worry about what the name of the screen is. I said, this, this is your assignment on the screen. On the screen, first guy out. First guy out is the first uncovered guy. He's in charge of going out and getting the mugger. The mugger is the guy who has the back man to man. You got to get him first. The second guy out is usually the center. He's got to get the widest man on the field. So usually a cornerback or a safety. He goes get that. The backside guard, what he does is he checks to see that nobody's running his screen downs from behind. But that guy knows that. That guy knows you know that. He's gonna, exactly. After you make that clear to him, he's going to run to the PR guy. Hey, the guy's talking shit on me. Well, that's what I'm saying. So then he did this. I said, I oh, so, so am I wrong? Did I lie? Did you get the widest guy on the field? And he looked at me and said, but still, man, you can't talk. I said, no, 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 no. I got to tell the truth, bro. 
And I'm going to continue to tell the truth. Don't be mad at me. He didn't go up and tell, he didn't go to, you know, he didn't go to me. He's like, you know, all right, well, B, B. And, you know, we had a nice conversation after that and everything was cool. Everything was cool. But still, I had to go through and show him, look, I already know. I already know. I know the game. I know exactly what you need to do. I know. I mean, I know all that stuff because I've been through it before. I had 12 years of that stuff ingrained in my head. I still know that stuff. You know, front side, front side is own place. It's read or reach. Backside, leave one. You got to make it to the second level. I know when I get to the line, I got to find my shell, find my shell. I got the cornerback, two safeties, and the cornerback. Then from there, I look at the first guy on the strong side. The second guy in is the Mike linebacker. That's how you find the Mike linebacker. If you have a 3-4, it gets even more. It, I got all that stuff in my head that just keeps coming out. And I, when I'm looking at film, that's the way I look at film. So when you mess up, I know you messed up. I have to be more deliberate and understanding that I have to make sure I don't cut myself off at the head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, what you have to do is you have to make it so that you're being constructive and not – destructive yes <laughs> in your approach big sills likes to throw grenades you like to make sure the guy doesn't throw grenades which right. is the smart way to go it, it is you're you're being smart because you're not telling lies but at the end of the day my passion gets the best of me and it's my greatest asset and my greatest weakness is that because me as a defensive guy I'm trying to rip your freaking head off, man. I'm right. not saying you're not either, but you're more you're more patient. I have to be though. Yes, you do. And I'm hey, watch this. I'm still learning, Barrett. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still learning to be that guy because when I I hate liars, boy, do I hate bullshit artists and liars. I mean, they aggravate me more than any because there's no reason to bullshit anyone. There's just no reason for it. And when people bullshit people and lie to people, and when you're sitting there telling a story, when you're going, what? watch this. The Eagles, when I say this, you'll probably say it differently. The Eagles are a one-dimensional football team and yeah, limited absolutely. passing. Yep. That sounds like a rip. See, you're going to – or not – and, Barrett, I'm not speaking for you, but I'm just saying to me, I watch the Philadelphia – you're an easy offense – to game plan against. Very simple. Keep this. This is what I'm going to do this year to Jalen. I got a book on him. I've got a hundred hours of tape on him now. This is how I'm game planning Jalen Hurts this year. You better be ready, homie, because we're coming for you. What I'm going to do is I'm keeping your ass in that box. Yep. I'm going to double cover um, Devontae and the first read. I'm going to make it so, Barrett. Watch this. I'm going to set the mousetrap. I'm going to let him have single coverage. I'm going to cheat that whole thing there, knowing full well he's going to have to go five yards down the field. And I'm going to be stout in the middle and run the ball. Keep that dude in the gap in between the tackles or the ends. Keep him in that box, man. And my quarterback's going to get up 14 points. They cannot come from behind. They are not going to throw themselves out of trouble. You get a seven, ten point lead on the Eagles, they're done. Yep. And 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 that's what it is. But that comes know? off like I'm hating when I say that. But that's the game plan. Well, see, I, this is why I would have said, I said, man, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Defensive coordinators get paid millions of dollars to stop, you know, all kind of offense, not just Jada's offense, but everybody's offense. And what they're gonna do is they're gonna mush rush him. What mush yep. rush means, they're gonna keep him inside the pocket, let the defensive again ends. 
get to his level, and then they're going to stay there and then they're going to try to press the pocket towards him, giving him no lanes underneath these rushes like he usually had last year. That'll keep him boxed up. Since he's going to be boxed up, now he has to go to his second and third read. By the time he goes to second and third read, we're going to make sure we have him double coverage on the guys he wants to go to, like the tight end and Smith. We're going to make sure Goddard and Smith. Now he has to go to somebody else. So there, now it's too much time for Jalen. Now he's starting to get worried, getting happy feet. That's how you stop Jalen Hurts. And you said the exact same thing I just said, but you said it more directly. I just said what defense coordinators are going to game plan against him. <laughs> no, you're right. No, I'm putting it on somebody else instead of you. <laughs> I'm not very tactful. I'm just, I'm just not because I, you know. When so you know, there's I, I I told Joy Taylor this a long time ago, you know, and 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 Barrett, you're you're really good at what you do. You're, it's, I, I really love talking with you here because you know the game, you see the game, you're more experienced, um, with the game plan than I am because you've had more years in it than I have. Common sense would tell you that. I used to tell Joy Taylor this. Well, this is why this guy's not very good. This is why this guy's not very good. She goes on this diatribe, and I go, you know how I would handle that? That guy blows. <laughs> I just saved myself a hundred words. That guy blows. But you know what that does? My 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 program director will go, dude. You said the guy sucks. I would say sucks on the air radio. Uh-huh. I go, the guy sucks, and the guy and and you know. You got to give more context. I go, well, he's hitting 081 over the last 40 games. I mean, I'm not sure what else. I mean, he's got two home runs. He's hitting one. He's hitting 081. What else should I say? Man, I'll tell you what. He's struggling at the plate. I know what you want me to say. Guy's struggling at the plate, but his past record shows that he's going to bounce back out of it. I go, we're almost at the all-star break, man. He's hitting 081 with two homers. You're paying him $25 million. I'm That's supposed all you to say, sit yep. there and go, hey, man, he'll, he'll come out of it. <laughs> hey, man. You're right. See you know, that? Maybe I'm more of a fan, Barrett. Well, yeah, well, see, just like New Jersey <laughs> Fishing Maniac just said, he says, but Hurts has to um, learn a few things quick. Like what? I, I, I truly believe in my Who's heart. Who's helping heart. him? Right. That's Who's going to help him this year? He has to get outside help. What? He has to get outside help. Somebody's going to come and give him a, a viewpoint of what teams are going to do to him. Michael Vick? Like that? Or Donovan? No, I'm saying even deeper than that. I'm saying going to, like, going to the Palmer boy. Okay. Going to him and helping him devise a plan to – because I saw him going in that direction once he got hurt and then towards the end of the season – he became more of a pocket pass. He didn't use his legs as much. And if he can get that mindset on how to have his body, his arm tied to his feet, he'll become a better player, man. But it just comes with reps and reps and reps. And believe, Hurts is going to take those reps and reps and reps, which is why I believe, and I laughed at you because you said, you're gonna, you know, you know, you wouldn't pay Jalen Hurts $30 million. But – Jalen Hurst is going to mess around, come out here and ball out next year, become a franchise quarterback, and they're going to have to pay him $35, $38, maybe $40 million a year. <laughs> That's just the going rate. Hey, hey, oh, not with 
not with Quez Watkins and Zach Pascal are we going to see a franchise guy. <laughs> a Tom Brady makes those guys better. Right, right, right. Jalen is still in the process. Of getting here, better himself. He's still in the – what? Get, look at what they did. Okay, so everyone's like, hey, Sewell's Josh Allen's first year. He blew out loud. He wasn't good. So what did Sean McDermott do the next year to make sure that they tried to make sure that guy elevated his game? They went, they went to Minnesota them. and got yep. – They went to Minnesota and got Stefan Diggs for him. To put in that offense so that he had a professional wide receiver in that offense so that they made sure the guys elevate the evolution of getting better at the quarterback position because you know what you're going to do? You're going to sit down and Stephon Diggs is going to go to Josh Allen. Hey, man, do you want me to sit on the route? Do you want me to go a little deeper on the route? You see how they're defending us here? Do you want to do a 12-10? What do you want me to do? I could turn and sit on it if you want. Somebody he believes in. And what you're doing is you're talking like that back and forth with a professional wideout, and that's what the wideouts are doing. These kids are still learning how to play. Jalen's still learning how to find them. By the way, it's not a rip. It's reality. Well, well Dan, you know, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, it comes it- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Even with, with Mac, five, um, five got T.O. Five and T.O. would go, hey, man, I'm about to do this. Hit me when I'm open. You know what I'm saying? It might have been a rocky start. I mean, it's rocky at the end also, but that communication, if you don't have that communication, you don't know where the ball's going to go. You don't have a guy that, that can tell you, all right, on this route here, when I run this dig route, I'm a, instead of running a dig route straight across, I'm going to bow it out a little bit, and I'm going to go get a little more down the field because he sees this happening. Only an experienced wide receiver can give him that type of information in order for him to now do that. I saw the same thing when I was playing with um, Coy Detmer and uh, Irvin Fryer. He would tell him, hey, man, this is what's happening. Um, this quarterback is st- he's sitting down on everything. So what I'm going to do is, since he's sitting down, I'm going right at him, and I almost look like I'm going to block him. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to box him out. And that way, just put it right on me. Don't put it away from me. Put it right on me. That type of communication goes a long way when you have a young quarterback and how you want this offense to get going. You know, you have to have somebody that Jalen believes in, number one. You have to. He has to have the belief that this – this wide receiver knows what he's talking about. He didn't have that last year. He did not how, have that last how year. How about this, Barrett? We're going to learn more about the direction of the team after the draft. Because right now, how he's got the cards close to his chest, um, obviously free agent. I mean, you know, and, and, and like you said about the free agents, I mean, the rest of these guys, the, I mean, Stefan Gilmore – these are money guys that he's not going to pay any cash for, man. He's not going after any of these guys here. He's not going to go after any of these guys. Calais Campbell, give me a break. Calais is 35 years old. You're not bringing that guy in, even though I love the kid. I mean, you're, you're, you're not. So these free agent guys, that's why Derek Barnett probably makes sense because if I'm going to bring look at this list, what's left, I'm probably going to go Derek Barnett because – 
There's a familiarity. I know yep. the player. He knows us. So, again, but these are not gambles. This is safe. This is all safe stuff. And we'll how he's looking at it like this, Barrett, well, the NFC got worse. We haven't. We've stayed the same. And maybe his philosophy, maybe, I'm asking you because you know, his philosophy is if we don't get worse, we're getting better. That's not really how you build a team. Yep. We're hoping for everyone else to F up. Well, that's, I mean. Am I wrong? He said it before. If, if you're not, if, if, if you're not getting better, you are getting worse. I mean, that's, 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 that's it. That is what it is. And, you know, I mean, Where why not go better? Well, they haven't. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, would you go out and get a free agent linebacker? Or would you draft a linebacker? A guy like Bobby Wagner who had 174 tackles and has some juice in the tank. Don't, I'm don't. all over that. You can't do that, though, Dan. You can't do that. You know he's not going to spend the money for it. How about a guy like Quan Alexander played with New Orleans? He's only 27 years old. Or maybe Jordan Evans from Cincinnati who balled, yeah. who balled out in that game. I'll take him. He balled that game. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, Morgan says, DK Metcalf, make it happen, Howie. Two number one receivers. Watch Jalen Hurts elevate. Yep. You drafted him right. Give him the weapons. Morgan. I'm going to – I I have relented to you and to Barrett. Okay, he's the guy. Fine. You're not helping him with Zach Paschal and Quest Watkins. No. You're not helping they're gonna, him. They're, they're going to trade for Devontae Parker from the, uh, from the Miami Dolphins. Watch what I tell you. They will not go out and get DK Metcalf. There's no gonna, it's going to cost them too much. Too much. Way too much. And he's worth a first round, uh, a number one. He's worth a number one. Either one of them, 15, 16, or 19, whichever one you want to give him, he's worth a number one. Because, look, you, you see what they just got, what, what the Cheetah just got. I, I still, I'm still Five dumb picks. about it. Five a picks. first, a second, a fourth. A fourth, fourth, and another, I think, sixth. Oh, my goodness. Five picks, premium picks. And the contract. Yes, and the contract. See, I don't know if the picks scare Howie and the owner. I know the money does. And the money was the only thing. Hey, let me tell you nothing about that Andrew Barry guy. There was another potential indictment that could have happened. Yesterday, it was like they said there was no evidence. So he's completely innocent of all everything. They gave that guy 80 more million bucks to go to Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm going to say one more time to you. Hey, man, what made that deal happen was that the Texans got their three ones, even though they're spread out. And Deshaun got a raise. That's what that guy and that Mugalia, whatever his name is, the agent, wanted. They got more money because it's more money in his pocket. And the team got what they wanted. You know what they look at it at the end of the day, Barrett? Who gives a shit what team it was? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was the team that was willing to push their shit it all in. Contract, raise, three ones. That's what they were looking for. Atlanta didn't put the money up for – they weren't going to put $100 million more million in Deshaun Watson's pocket. Neither was Carolina because they were scared. They were nervous. Hey, I tell you this all the time about being all in on something. You can't have one foot on the ocean in the ocean 
and one foot on the beach and go like this, I'm all in. Right, the Eagles right. are notorious for doing this. I got one foot on the beach and one foot in the ocean. Yeah, I'm all in. Nah, not really. <laughs> Man, you got to row out to sea sometimes with no oars, not knowing where the boat's going to go, and pray it gets you to the promised land. That's gambling. One Super Bowl. Uh, one Derek Super Bowl, Barnett. One Super Bowl does not garner that you know what you're doing. One year wonders. Yeah, it, 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 you, you know, I mean, they they it was the perfect that season was actually the perfect storm. It was it was injured quarterbacks in the postseason that year. Yep. All of them across the board, the upset in Minnesota with Breeze getting beat on that play at the very end. Yep. All those things played out. And the biggest the biggest tactical mistake that the front office in Philly made was they thought that Super Bowl window was going to be open longer. And I'm going to say this to you, Barrett. If that guy catches that pass in New Orleans, if Alshon Jeffries catches that pass, the Eagles make it to two NFC championship games in a row. That guy, Foles, has a lot of Eli Manning in big games. That guy gets hot. He's firecracker hot. Okay, he he is one of them dudes, man. He goes on a roll like that. The whole history of Wentz and Foles and the Eagles could have been so different if Jeffries catches that pass. Instead, guess what? It ended everything. They were still circling Broad Street thinking they had to pray going for three years, four years after that. And here we are right now, nine and eight, talking about a football team that's middle of the road. If, If he would have caught that pass. Carson Wentz would have been traded instead. Yes, I agree one hundred percent with you. But I don't think Foles. Foles is to me not a a starting quarterback. Foles is a a guy who can come in and, and when he hits a hot streak, he's hot. But sometimes he's middle of the roads guy more times than not. Would you trade a guy though that got you to two NFC Championship games and won a Super Bowl? No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm and, not and, doing that either. I mean, look what the look at look at the contract he got too. I mean, the contract he to go to. To go to um, Jacksonville, he got like eighty-eight million dollars off that game. Yes, off that game. That's crazy. Morgan says this is why I love this show. They are honest and they keep it real, and they aren't what you see <laughs> on ESPN. Hey, ESPN man, ESPN is covering transgender stories and who should be the next president of the United States. I mean, I just, to me, man, fans come here to listen to us talk sports. Not our. I, my wife tells me this all the time, Barrett. You gotta love you. You will. When, one day you're gonna meet my wife because I know you're gonna love her because she's kind of a little bit like your mom. Without the gun, <laughs> Mrs. Brooks. Okay. Well, she wants no Pluto. She goes. You think people come and listen to you for your stupid ass political opinion? Uh, I, 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 they barely listen to you for your sports opinion. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> my wife was my producer for 20 years, man. KNBR in San Francisco. She was my national one too when I was at Fox Sports Radio. She produced with Tony Bruno. Oh, get out! She produced the Bruno Show too. Wow, she's talented, man. Oh she's... my God, man! I can't, hey, I can't... she got Henry. Aaron. Get this: my wife is relentless on getting guests on. So she calls up Henry Aaron. Probably my what? Oh, get this. Wait a minute. It's, it's a great story. So I told my, she goes, who's your, who's your favorite athlete? I go, Hank Aaron. Next to Ali, could, Ali, and obviously Ali couldn't do interviews, but I go, Henry Aaron. She goes, why? 
I said because they no one ever looked at him, and they always looked at Mantle, and they always looked at Mays. All of a sudden, you went one year and did this, Barrett. You looked up. Holy shit, he's got 700 home runs. Right. <laughs> he was just that guy. Plus, they wanted to kill him for breaking a white guy record. And I just wanted to know what it was like. And so she goes, okay. She calls him up. He's, he goes, Henry Aaron's on line one. He's eating ribs at his BMW place in Atlanta. And I go, you're kidding. He's ready to go right now. And I said, put, put it down. I did an interview with Hank Aaron and – Hank was unbelievable, so unbelievable, man. man. He's like one of one of the greatest interviews I ever did was talking with him. You know, he, he talked about Roberto Clemente and how Clemente, he thought, actually had a harder stay in America than uh, what Jackie Robinson did because Roberto couldn't speak the English oh, when, he, when he first yeah. came to. And, you know, they were calling him Bobby Clemente. They were disrespecting his name and all that. That's why Roberto never really had a great affection for the media. And he's going into all this, man. It was just a history lesson. When you listen to Hank Aaron, I go, did you think you were going to get killed when you were rounding second base when those kids came out and grabbed you? And Hank goes, he goes, nah, man, I was thinking about my mom because my mom was in the stands and she was at home plate and his mom thought he was going to get shot when he was rounding third. There were FBI agents everywhere. What? And they were thinking someone in the Atlanta crowd was going to shoot Hank Aaron. He goes, man, when I hit third base, I thought right then and there I was going to get shot and killed. And I'm coming down, and I'm thinking, over a guy hitting a baseball out of the park? So freaking awful. And the first person he hugged was his mom. And I, she goes, what would you say? She goes, I, she hugged me because she thought if someone shot him, he'd kill her instead because she wanted wow. to protect him. That's I crazy, like, man. He's telling me this story, and I'm going, all over hitting a baseball. You know, I thought I had it hard, man. Not even close, man. Not even close, man. He's it's, rounding it's, 30, thought he was going to get shot. And he sees his mom and he goes, oh, my God, my mom. They both thought they were both going to get shot and killed. And Hank's talking. like I'm going, like, I still had that thing on the disc. And we're sitting there and I go, you thought you were going to get. He goes, when I hit home plate, I thought I was going to get shot, too. I thought it was over right there. And my Bro, mom, I got to listen to that, man. You got yeah, to I have, I And he goes, I thought and my mom hugged me and uh, the governor, uh, Jimmy Carter, became president and all everybody was there and. Um, yeah, I talked to Al Downing, too, and interviewed him. He's the guy that threw the pitch up. You know, guess who the guy caught the ball was in the outfield in the yeah. home, where the home run was? Tom House, the quarterback guy that works with Brady. Oh, get out. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who's like the quarterback guru for Brady, right, Tom right. House, uh -huh. who works on his throwing motion. Yep. He's the guy that caught the pat. He's the guy that caught the baseball. Out there in the outfield, um, in, in the pitcher's uh, section out there at old uh, Fulton County. Wow. Yeah, man. So many things. I, I, it was just – I don't even know how I got on Henry Aaron. He's just one of my favorite people. My wife, though, man, she's psychotic. So, Mrs. Brooks, you know this here. Well, you know, I, I, need, I need to work with her then because I'm, 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 I'm the worst at getting guests. The, the Dude, you know what? What's, what? You suck at this, and I'm going to yeah, help you here. You know 100 people. <laughs> Bro, you play. You, I'm getting okay. So, folks, I'm getting Bruce Arians on later on. He knows him. And by yeah. the way, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to. He goes, "Hey, man, you make sure you tell him pork chop." Um, that's what I guess Bruce called him. And I'm going like, "Fuck, oh, man, these people <laughs> want to help you. Trust me when I tell you this." Bro, I never, do. I never asked. You know, I mean, even Not the stream pride talking. Even the stream tells me. But that's your pride talking. <laughs> that's your pride, man. 
Hey, Barrett, people love, hey, you got too good a personality, man. Too Appreciate good a personality. You must have been a phenomenal teammate because you're <laughs> great to work with. And I hate, let me see. <laughs> They tried to put people with me, and I would shit all over them. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> terrible. I had, you know what's funny? I had a show in, I had a show in uh, San Francisco, and it was called Brooks and Cilio. Oh, get out. <laughs> it was Rod Brooks and Dan Cilio, but it was way. Rod Brooks? Um, Gary Radnich. Rod Brooks. Rod. Is, it, is he a cornerback? No, 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 no. He oh. was, he's just a broadcaster from oh, Houston. Okay. And he gets there, this lanky kid, and he taught me a lot about broadcasting. But Gary Radnich, who was like the staple up there forever, along with Limbaugh, they were like this. Years later, they said, that show is just too progressive. We talked race. We talked like, you, dude, you'd be shocked what Rod Brooks would bring up. And I, I brought up his thesis paper. He goes, he went to LSU. You want to hear, uh -huh. watch this. And I'm just going to say a little of it because it makes me uncomfortable. Rod used to go like this. Why do you think um, all the um, great teams are in the southeastern part of the United States? And I was, I went, um, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, well, what do you think about it a little bit? My wife texts me, don't answer it. <laughs> don't answer it. Rod goes into this thesis about how African-Americans were brought into the South Mm -hmm. And I'm, we're doing this on the air, Barrett. Program director calls us in. Okay. Um, uh, they ripped that show apart. Got massive ratings. But we, we, we would talk about it. And I would bring it up. I didn't care. I, I, brought, I brought up everything, man, under the sun. Bro, yeah. it's, it's, it's just having natural conversations. Like, like I, I try to approach this show like I'm, I'm talking at the barbershop, man. Yeah, you but you get in trouble when you do that, man, because that, you know what becomes, you know what truth is? Truth is controversial. I learned this. People go like this. Silio's one of the most controversial guys in the history of sports radio. And I go, I, I don't wake up in the morning going, hey, do you think I can light a fire under someone's ass here? I've never done that. I've never. However, I try to get, topics that there's two sides to that we can pick up pick an opinion on and we can go back and forth by the way the fact that you disagree with me on many topics is great who wants to talk right. to yes guys <laughs> right exactly exactly i mean okay, you guys, who, want, who wants to go there with that i hate that my, my glass is always half full but i know how to articulate it in a way in which i'm not you're I'm better not, at it yes I, I'm, I'm not just i'm not just a you know guy that you know looks the through the world of rose-colored glasses. No, I disagree with a lot of stuff. And I can't say shit sometimes also. But, I, you know, I just I just don't – I just choose to go through it like that because I've seen – like, I've always worked with somebody that's, you know, like you, we're contrasting we, – we have contrasting styles, like me and Seth. Me and Seth has – Seth hates everything. Seth he does, has, man. I, I, I sat there and we watched the Eagles beat a team 55 to like 33 or something like something crazy like that. And he picked the defense apart. I'm like, dude, they just won, though. Yes, it's not always about you winning, but it's how you win. I'm like, Seth, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, bro. All right, all right. So we went back and forth. We would go back and forth on our pregame and postgame show all the time. But he just has to be a contrarian to everything. But that's just, you know, that's just how he works. That's just, that's just, that's yeah, just but that's a relationship. That's also a defensive guy and an offensive guy. Talking and that's exactly what it too. is. You, you defensive guys just hate everything. That's what <laughs> <laughs> you 
Y'all just hate everything, man. <laughs> my daughter, I, my daughter now, she'll do this. It, it, you know what? I say this. So she plays a great rugby game. They're playing, they're going to the playoffs now. And if they win these two games, they're going to play for the national championship. So my daughter, okay. killing it, man. She's the captain of her team, too. Congrats, bro. Congrats. So, oh, God. I'm so proud to be Daniel Cilio's father. I'm, I'm just very proud to be her father. And she's great. And then, I, I, you know, and I'm going to go, I wonder what she's going to. You know, I didn't play. I didn't make that tackle. This, and I, and my, my, my wife gets very aggravated. And then she looks over at me. And then my daughter looks over at me and I go, I just hate myself, man. And she goes <laughs> like this. Why? I go, because you're so much like me. It's just, I'm never satisfied. I'm never happy. Everything sucks out loud. I mean, ugh. And, and so she's like, well, this is your fault, dad. And I'm going like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Do we have to take a time out here? No. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to extra 15 minutes anyways. We're going to extra 15 minutes anyways, everyone. So Hold on. Let's get it from the police officer here. Yes, right, we have right. to take a time out, he said. Why? All right, <laughs> let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right, man. All right, Xander. All right, Xander. All right, Xander. Xander. Okay. Hey, Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio, back in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks, Dan Cilio. By the way, we're going to go over time here a little bit, too. And we appreciate everybody coming aboard. Please hit the like button. Little programming note. I am going to have Barrett Brooks' former offensive line coach and head coach of the Bucks on later on. That'll be Bruce Arians. He'll be on 530 Eastern, I believe. We'll be getting Bruce Arians on. By the way, yeah, he was, he was the OC. He was the old coordinator. Oh, he was the OC? Yeah, he was the OC then. He was um he was OC when I was in Cleveland and when I was in uh when I was in um I was only I was only in Cleveland for a cup of coffee. And then uh when I went to the to Steelers, he was my OC there, man. And I, I tell you what, man, some other guy with a with that's got more soul than I do, man. He, he he comes in and the way he introduces himself, everybody knows all right, he's that dude. And right off the jump, he and Ben kind of clashed a little bit. And it wasn't until, you know, because Ben wants to be this guy, you know, young guy and everything, you know, and, you know, he wants to be, he's like, no, 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 no. You got to ease your way into this thing. Ease your way into it. I got you. And from that point on, you know, they got a pretty good relationship after that. But, I mean, he was just a great guy to sit down and talk to, the stories he tells. I mean, I can remember going back, you know, when I was working for NFL Films, I just had to go interview the coaches. He was always one of the best interviews just because he was just so laid back and relaxed, man. He went to Virginia Tech, and um, he was, um, I think, Rondé and Tiki Barber's father's roommate. Oh, get out. Okay. It was the first interracial roommates in Blacksburg on the football team for the Hokies. Wow. Yeah, those two guys were roommates, and that's why there's a really strong relationship with the Barber family with, with Bruce Arians. And you're right. Bruce Arians – I mean, you know, you know, I always say this about my coach, Jimmy Johnson. The first black coach at Miami was not Randy Shannon. The first black coach at Miami was Jimmy Johnson. Right. <laughs> okay. And you know what? That he, he, it was like that. And, and it's, so it's, it's, it, Bruce is, it's almost like, you know, he, he doesn't care what your skin color is, your gender is. He cares about your content as a human. Yep. Yep. He'll and, cuss you out just as good as he'll, he'll give you praise. He'll cuss you out just as good oh, as that. Oh, man, hey, he's like Tomlin, isn't he, man? He'll put right, you on blast. Right, right. I mean, he don't he doesn't care about, all right, you know, you want to sit there and act a fool? Well, I'm going to act a fool right up with you. You know Did what you man? play for Tomlin? No, I never played for Tomlin, no. I didn't he, was, he was still in Tampa, right, with Tony when he was yep. – um, when you, you played for Cower. Yep, I was with Did Cowher. you like playing for Bill? I love playing for Bill. Bill was one of those guys, man, he – um. He's he's a great. He, he he ran the he ran the organization great because he let his coaches coach, and he thought he was still a player. Like sometimes on 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 Saturdays we had walkthroughs and stuff. He played at Cleveland, folks. He'd go out there and act like he was a baller. You know what I'm saying? Like he he could play. So he go a lot of them. So whenever you know the offense would go out there, he want to come out and play outside linebacker or something. Well, one day he went out there, and he tried to be a little too overzealous. And he kind of, you know, pushed Jeff Hardings, you know, and, you know, made Hardings look a little bad. So the very next play, my God, Big Red, I, uh, Alifanica. Alifanica pulled All of around. Famer. He pulled around the corner and hit him so hard. Knocked him in the feet like eight feet, bro. Lit him up. Bam! Lit him up, man. From that point on, <laughs> he stopped going out there and trying to play around on Saturdays. Come on, coach. You, we try to get in the game. You out here playing around. Get up, Mo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
Big Red helped him up, bro. He went back to the huddle. Hey, 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 hey. Come get my spot. Come get my spot. <laughs> I love that. Hey, man, you think play, we're playing this to shits and giggles? Right. You want to play touch football? <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Hey, right, you, right, right. Barry, you know that I keep – I tell folks, this dude's got a good personality in, here, here in the team meeting room. This dude's got a good personality. Do not fuck with this guy. Exactly. This yep. guy here is really good, but I'll tell you what, he's hot and cold. Yep. Go over here. This guy here, man, I'll tell you what, you say anything, he'll challenge you immediately. There's so many of those guys like yeah, that. So many different personalities. My boy, my, my perfect example, my boy Charlie Garner. Our, office, our, our running back coach's name is Dick. So you know him. So we're sitting in a we're sitting in the meeting room, and we're the, the whole offense is in this meeting room, and we're going about to go over film. Well, Charlie Garner, he's sitting back in his his in, in his um in his chair like this. The light was just right here. All he had to do was do this and turn the light off. Dick turns around and says, "Hey, uh, could you turn the uh, light off, Charlie? Charlie, could you turn the light off?" He just Charlie does this again. Charlie, could you? Dick, stop begging me, Dick. Dick, you don't pay me for that, Dick. You pay me to run the ball. Stop begging me, Dick. Dick had to get all the way up, walk all the way around the meeting room up and to turn the light off because Charlie Garner would not turn the light off, bro. He was just one of them dudes, man. He was he would not do it. You don't pay me for that, Dick. Stop asking, stop begging me, Dick. Stop begging me. I'm like, come on, Chuck. Hey, and you see, and, and you know, you, you see that a lot more than oh, no you. Question. No question. People don't, hey, people think it's kissing cheerleaders and cashing paychecks. No. You, them rooms are them rooms Bro, can be tight. We're in practice, and Charlie Garner is taking all the run plays in practice. He went, he took all the run plays in nine on seven. He took all the run plays. So we got like we basically got like like a, another series to do, like 10 plays to do. And uh Charlie's sitting back there with his helmet, his helmet turned around backwards. And once again, Dick said, hey, uh, Charlie, come in and take this. No, uh-uh. I ain't taking these reps. Charlie, come on. No, no. You didn't let this MF take all the run plays. Let him take the rest of them. He walked across the field. He crossed one field all the way across, sat down on his helmet for the rest of practice. <laughs> for the rest of practice. Ray Rose hey. canceled. Hey, come on, Charlie. No, 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 no. You let him take all the run plays. Let him, take, let him finish it off. I'm not taking the run plays. I run the ball just as good as he does. You guys want to give him the reps? Let him keep the rest. And he sat there, right in his helmet. Hey, hey Barrett, so I had a hot – oh, man, I used to have like a Woody. If you took me out of games, I used to have a Woody. <laughs> Horrible team. That's why my daughter being the captain of the team, I don't know where the hell she got that from because I was not set up like that. And I get pulled out. I, I, they wanted to arrest me, they said. And so I was killing – I come walking off the sidelines. I look at Butch and Jimmy. I go, why are you taking me out? You putting that kid in? It was Cortez Kennedy. And I'm going like this. <laughs> why are you putting – because he wasn't ready yet. You know, he was a green apple, right. not the red apple yet. You know, he was right, good. Right, 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 right. We all saw it. I was like this. What are you talking about? I took my fucking helmet and I threw that thing, man. I sat down. Jimmy goes, get that damn helmet. Get the hell over here. This is why you're shit has always aggravated us is because of that shit. And I go, that's it. <laughs> and he looked and he, he, I'm sick of telling you this. This is not about all of you, man. I'm resting you. We're up 38, nothing. 
I looked at the thing. I didn't realize we were up that much. Bro, it's like that, man. I you have certain you have certain coaches in your life, man, that help you out, man. Like, oh I, my God, hey, one and 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 Barrett, this you're gonna love this. So, stop me if I told. Hopefully, I have haven't. So, I get caught stealing, um, some things out of the Don Shula um hotel. I took a blanket, <laughs> I took some towels, and it was the Shula Hotel, and I'd taken it and. I took sheets, everything. I just loaded it up, took it. Come walking in, I see Jimmy running towards me. Did you steal <laughs> bed sheets, pillowcases, towels out of the Shula Hotel? Did you? Yes or no? Yeah, I did. And Jimmy goes like this. Why? Because I don't have any sheets and blankets in my dorm. Jimmy went like this. For God's sakes, <laughs> why didn't you tell me? Oh, yeah, coach, I don't have any towels and blankets and sheets. That's what I'm going to tell you. So, dude, get this. He goes, bring that shit back. So the next day I go in my dorm room, there's sheets, blankets, pillows, toothbrushes, soap, shampoo. All of it's on my bed. I look over at um, Bubba McDowell, and I go like this to him. I go, who? Who, where'd this come from? He goes, Kevin O'Neill, our trainer. He brought it in. I went, what? He goes, yeah. So I show up to practice. I see Jimmy the next day. He's talking to Kevin. I go over and Kevin leaves. I said, coach, thanks a lot, man. I really, he goes, for what? And I go, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, thank you. And he goes like this. Don't do that shit again. Okay. <laughs> just get back and get back in line. But that's the kind of stuff, man, when I'm talking about Bro, coaches, same man. Same thing with I mean, me, man. But like me, um, I go to Kansas State. First of all, I hate it. I hated Kansas State because um, it's an agriculture school. So people understand when it's hot in Kansas, it's hot. It's like 100 degrees. When it's cold in Kansas, it's cold as hell. It's like negative 12 degrees. <laughs> so it's hot. There's nobody on campus. We're in training camp. We're doing two-a-days, and we're in our second week of two. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm going home. So, wow. I, I mean, I was like, look, I'm done. I don't want to play at Kansas State anymore. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to practice and I smell manure, cow manure, sheep manure, pig manure, all this stuff because it's agriculture school. And the stadium is, I mean, where we practice is right there next to these farms and stuff. So, like, first of all, my, I mean, it's, it's a horrible smell. I'm out there practicing. It's hot. My roommate, I didn't like my roommate. You know what I'm saying? I just thought he was soft. I'm like, you know, he just, you know, he's like two years older than I am, but I'm bossing him around. I'm like, I don't, I don't like this dude at all, you know? So I get up in the middle of the night. I, I, I call my, well, first of all, I call my mom. I said, Mom. Oh, you were gonna, you were gonna do the midnight bolt, man. Yeah, yeah. So I called my mom up and I said, Mom, send me some money, you know. First of all, I had to I had to charge it, you know what I'm saying? Call collect. Mom, you send me some money to go home. No, uh, you better stay your butt right there. And she said <laughs> a little more animated than that. She wouldn't say it like that now, but she she was a little more animated than that. <laughs> I called my pops. My pops, you know, he just hung the phone up on me. Man, you better go sit down. He giving you shoes. You better not worry. You better not leave there. So I couldn't call him. I called my uncle up. He said, "All right, then I'm gonna send you eighty dollars." So he why he um he Western Union eighty bucks. I got a ticket for Greyhound. It was like sixty two dollars. So I had that, and then I had the leftover money to get you know get me home. You know, it's like a you know I think on the Greyhound it's gonna take it, it, to regularly drive it. It will probably be like seven and a half eight hours. That trip was going to take me like 14 hours to get back home. 
So I packed all my stuff up in the bag. It wasn't much. And I jumped on the uh, Greyhound. It left at 5 o'clock in the morning. I told you my roommate, Sean, was soft. He calls the head coach. Oh, he called the head coach. So, like, halfway between I would have whooped his ass. Right. Halfway between Topeka and Kansas City. The um, the Greyhound bus pulls off on the side of the road. I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm looking around. I'm looking outside because it's still dark, man, because it's only like five, you know, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I'm looking around. It's, it's still dark. The bar pulls. He pulls over and there's nothing out there. I'm like, what is going on? So at the time, you know, Leavenworth, there were some prisoners going to Leavenworth prison on the, on the same um, bus. So I'm thinking, oh, it has to be something about that. Little bitty Coach Snyder. No way. In his Cadillac, pulled the bus over. He steps on the bus. He's like, hey, Coach, you know you can't pull this bus over. You know this is against the law. I, don't worry, I'll only be a second. He gets up. Barrett, get your ass up. Get off this bus. <laughs> Like, Coach, what are you talking about? Get your ass off this bus. I told your parents that I'm going to raise you now. Get off this bus. I said, Coach, you understand that you're not my coach anymore, and I don't play for you anymore. So get out of my face if you don't get off this bus. And he grabs my arm, and I yank it back, and he grabs it again, and he pulls me off the bus. He says, hold on. I said, hold on, Coach. Let me grab my stuff. So I grabbed my stuff. It's a great story. Took me off the bus put me in this Cadillac, and he cussed me out a whole hour all the way back to Kansas State. I get back to Kansas State. We have practice that morning. I go out there and practice. We come back in for practice. He tells me, no, you're not done yet. He makes me go out there and run around the stadium until the second practice comes. We're talking about an hour and a half, almost two hours of jogging around the stadium. I practice. I practice again. Then after practice, he makes me run stadium stairs. That's the most tired I've ever been in my life. You run, he said, you run away from a problem again, it's going to be me and you. Don't you ever run away from a problem. From that point on, I never ran from anything else, bro. You're who you are because of that yep. moment. Yep. So you, coaches bro. do save people's lives, bro. Hey, man, that's a life-changing moment. Hey, let me show you this. So I get thrown out of Maryland, and Jimmy calls me in. And there was a thing where I was accused of stealing a watch, which wasn't true. My aunt knows the story who actually stole it was a kid who went to school with me and I got blamed for it because I was a head case kid and I was a troubled kid. I walk into Miami and dude, I had to walk on for two weeks before I got my scholarship. Jimmy, I walk in there. I bench 500 pounds. I run a four, eight, hey. 280 pounds. I start destroying people in practice, everybody killing them. Finally, Jimmy goes, who is this guy? Gets me in the gets me in the weight room and he goes, I talked to Bobby Ross about your ass. Let me tell you something. I don't want, I don't need you. Make me want you. You F up one time. You're out of here. And by the way, where your locker is right now, it's because I want it there. My locker was the last locker in the Miami Hurricane locker room next to an auxiliary freshman walk-on locker rooms where the toilets were overflowing and shit was coming onto my pads. What? And I would go out there and kill people. And I was so angry. Finally, Jimmy taps me on the hat. He goes, Silio, she's got the whole team circled up. We're national champions. Stops practice, looks at me, goes, well, you did it. You won it. 
And I went like this. I won what? He goes, you won your scholarship, proven to me that you, you, you belong here. Stop practice. He sent me in, calls me to his office. He goes, I talked to your grandpa too. Your grandpa says, hey, don't, don't, don't light up on this guy because you give him two inches, he'll take 50 feet. You've got to <laughs> kick this guy's ass as much as possible. Jimmy was so hard on me that, that month, man, that he was like, they made me run. They made me because, dude, I had thrown a guy out of a building. Um, I mean, <laughs> I was I got into fights. Barrett, I mean, I was going for the heavyweight championship of the world. I was <laughs> fighting everything I could. I was such an angry kid, man. I mean, I don't know why, too. I was I would get into every fight and I would finish him for sure. And so I was really good at it too, man. And finally, you know, he couldn't handle it anymore. He just Bobby Ross couldn't handle it. He goes, I don't want to let you go. And my aunt and my my grandmother were in his office crying. I get home, my grandpa goes like this. I'm doing this, Barrett. My grandpa goes, and I'm looking up like this. And my grandpa goes, What 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 what, what, what are you looking for? I go. He go, oh, you think that guy's helping you? I go, what? I thought my grandpa was going to give me a pat on the back. He goes, you better hope somebody gives you a shot. Because you're going to be working on the boat with me, or you're going to be in the Army, or both. You, you, you don't have you, – you think that guy's helping? You're going to work your ass off, son. I thought I was going to get all the gloves and – no way, man. My grandfather goes, that guy ain't helping you. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, man. Just that's, to say that's, this, that's what it is, man. It's what my it relationship is, bro. with Jimmy Johnson to this day is because, because the guy um the guy believed in me, helped me, saved my life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Snyder definitely saved me because oh, I he dude pulling you off the that must have been something, man. When what made you get off the bus? I you know, just God just work, man. God yeah. just work, man. Because, I mean, I, I was like, come on, man. You don't, I mean, he and, and Snyder looks the same way he looks now that he looked way back then. He always looked old to me. I mean, real old. And I was like, man, I'm about to smash this little dude. And then God was like, don't touch him. Get off the bus and take whatever. And for that point on, man, I took everything he told me. You know what I'm saying? Everything he, he made me do. That's more than a coach, isn't it, Barrett? Right. right. It, it, it was it was more than just him being, you know what I'm saying, him him just being hard on. He was just he wasn't trying to be, you know, a, a prick or anything. He just he just knew he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. I, I knew I could I knew I was a good athlete, but I didn't know how good I could be. I mean, I always had the I always had in my mind that whatever I do, I'm gonna do to the best of my ability. But I didn't know my ability can go past what I thought he can go. Hey, no, you know. hey, these these coaches, you know, hey, I'm 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 sleeping in my dorm room. Butch calls me. He goes, Where are you? It's pro day. I go, I'm sleeping in my dorm room. He goes, Why ain't you here? Everyone's waiting to see you. I go, Oh, I I, 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 I never thought I was gonna be like I go over there, I best press 225 55 times, and I run a 4.8 at 282. Everybody Bro. going. What the hell is that? 
I mean, the other guy, Jerome is, I mean, these two guys are running four eights at 290 and Barrett 35 years ago. That was a big deal when these two big That's dudes in the wind. Yeah. Okay. That's running the like win. four eights. Right. Right. I had a 30, 32 vertical and I'm, I'm going like, I'm going like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't even have socks. I just put cleats on and ran over there. And these guys were all like, dude, they're waiting to see you run. I get up there and run a 481 and 282. Bro, I I ran uh at the time when I first got to Kansas State, I was only 245 and I was six foot three and a half. And I went in as a defensive defensive end. And uh they flipped me over when I first got there because I could only do 225 one time. That's crazy, man. 225 one time. Yeah, I, but I, you never were just probably a weight room dude. You probably I never probably, lifted weights. I never it touched the weights. Went like that for you though after a bit. Bro, in 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 6 months by the time we got the spring ball, I went from benching um I was right around benching I, I went from 125 to whatever whatever it was to 145. No, 145. I went from 145 to benching like 375. Oh, in, wow. In, in 8 Big months. Increase. In eight big, months, increase for a big dude with long arms, right? And I could, I could squat like maybe five fifty after that. You know, I oh, just I mean fantastic. just leaped up. I was power cleaning like two eighty, and um, before I left there, that's why I was surprised I only did it twenty six times at the combine. You know, what I'm saying I, I didn't understand it. Then I did a my my vertical jump was thirty like thirty two, just like yeah, but twenty six puts you at twenty six in my world. Anything that you do 33 is a 500 pound bencher. So 26 times, Barrett, you're probably around 420. Yep, I was around 15, at 420. Right in there, you're probably yep. right around in that 415, 4. My but max. But that, yeah, max. But that's that's with long offensive arms. That's dude. going all the way Remember, down and going all right, the way I'm up. Six one, I mean, hey, I'm six one and a half. You're six, almost six. Yep. A little yep. difference when you're. When you're doing something like that, by the way, hang on. I love these stories because it it it, it takes the depression off of Derek Barnett. Right. <laughs> it keeps us sane. Keeps yeah, no, no, no. Sane, I'm, I'm, I'm having I'm having a way better time now talking about how people show and 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 Barrett. You know the stories that we have. People don't understand. Every guy we played with had a moment like ours. Yep. 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 Look at Brady. I mean, How about just, this? Brady's at Michigan. They got 18 guys ahead of him. They got 18 guys ahead of him. They never liked him there except for like one year. And <laughs> right. Well, well, yeah, Lloyd Carr goes off and he was like, oh, Brady's a Michigan guy. I'm like, well, dude, you never you always thought Drew Henson. Right, exactly. Other guys were were better than Brady. You didn't hell, same thing with um Russell Wilson. Hey, so you give the guy to Mike Glennon. You gave the job at NC State to Mike Glennon over Russell Wilson. You know right. that story. Yeah. And Mike then he went Glennon to Wisconsin. Was, yep. They gave Mike Glennon that story, that 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 uh that quarterback role told him, hey Russell, you're gonna have to he's go. He's like six else. seven, though. He's a quarterback, he's like six seven quarterback. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Hey, what was the donut hole? All right, I guess I have to get back to the malaise of Eagles and their great business plan. Well, you know, you, not everybody's on these quarterbacks in the stream. But oh, you keep saying it, man, and, and 
and and I, I'm not too I'm not too far from you know from from being surprised if they don't. I mean, if 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 one of those two, if Pickett or Willis make it up to pick 15, 16, or 19, I can almost guarantee that they're going to pick them. They're going to pick them up. There's no question. Guaranteed. It won't make it to the Pittsburgh pick. Guaranteed. If either of those two quarterbacks make it there, they'll let Corral, they'll let Corral slide. They'll let those other guys slide. <laughs> That's to Willis and Pickett. <laughs> there he is. Kenny it's, Kenny Roseman. Was it Kenny Roseman? <laughs> oh. Hey, do I have to take a break? Is that what we're doing here? I'm I'm lost where we are right now. We're done now. The show's over. Oh, it's we're done. Yes, one fifteen. Wait a minute. Are, hey, are we are we done? Now you're good. What's that mean? <laughs> That's not clarity, dog. That's your boy. Yeah. All done, Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> All done, Bozo. See, I like being spoken to like that. Okay, just so you know, I don't get offended like that. Hey, oh man. yeah, just like they say, man. You know, they, as long as the coach is yelling at you, mean it means he cares about you. When he's that's quiet, right. that's when you start wondering, hey, what's going on? You hey, know, what's why the coach are you yelling? hollering at me so much, silly? I'll worry when I ain't hollering at you, son. <laughs> The hell's that mean? <laughs> right, 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 Dude, right. I went right. back to my dorm room all night going, should I make my coach holler at me every day? <laughs> right, 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 right. Look, that's almost as bad as Cal, Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan walks up to me one day, man. It's like halfway. No, it's like week 13 of the season. I played a four pre, started four preseason games, started all 13 games, and left tackle, mind you. And I'm just beat up, man. I hit the rookie wall, and we're walking to practice. And he comes up to me, he goes, hey, you don't know what you don't know and walks away like what does that mean what the hell does that mean why did you just say that to me you don't say that to a young rookie at the no. time i mean i was i was bro whatever man whatever <laughs> dude i'm with you man hey man i appreciate everybody by the way four to six afternoon we're gonna have bruce arians on pork chops old oc we're gonna talk with him that will be um at 5 30 eastern time barrett what are you doing this weekend on the boat no, I'm I'm uh, I'm actually gonna go see Batman. Now I heard, I heard mediocre. I heard it was great. I heard it's the okay. best one. I'm a Batman dude, man. Me I mean, bro. hey, I, I I love superhero movies. Okay, I'm a huge Iron Man guy. Yep. Okay. By the way, the Joker was spectacular, man. I love yep. Heath Ledger's uh, Joker. I, I, yep. Those are some of my favorite movies. You know, I love that stuff. Wait, did you like Captain America? Yeah, I liked all of them, man. I liked yeah. all of them, man. I, you know, I, I watched this. Too. I watched this new, uh, this new, um, this new uh, series called Halo. I watched that yesterday, so I'm I'm into the Halo now. You know, I don't play the game, but they have a new series out in Halo on uh on pyramid. Was it was it Pyramid Plus or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, so I, I I watched that, and then um I'm also gonna go out today. I'm gonna do a little welding, man. It's it's hot enough outside <laughs> now that I can go do a little welding. So. I'm gonna go. Weld Let me a guess bit. on the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take that joke apart, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'll talk to you Monday, bro. Yes, sir. Love you too, man. I appreciate everybody coming aboard, man. We will catch you on Monday. Don't forget, four to six, the afternoon show. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.